The pastor looked out across the congregation, raised his hands above the pulpit, and declared, We are living in the last days. And he reminded us of how fortunate we were to be in the truth. Hi, I'm Les Schmidt. By some amazing good fortune, I had been born and raised in the Faith Tabernacle Congregation in Philadelphia, where the pastor and those pastors who had gone before him had interpreted the one and only truth from the Bible. That meant that we, the congregation of less than 1,000 souls, were the only ones in this world of billions who would be saved from the ravages of hell and make it into heaven to enjoy eternal life in blissful happiness and peace. But it also meant that we must live in strict accordance with the narrow path the pastors had defined as the way into heaven. We were in the world, but not of the world. I traveled every school day from Philly across the Delaware River to Camden, New Jersey to the three-room schoolhouse for my education. Faith Tabernacle taught a strict discipline of faith healing. Pennsylvania laws required vaccination at that time, so the church had moved the school to New Jersey to avoid Pennsylvania laws. My dad wasn't a true believer back then. He would drop my mother off at the church door and waited in the car with me and my two brothers until the church service was over. So I had more opportunity than most of my church and school friends to be exposed to a more normal way of life. My focus then was on hunting and fishing and learning to repair cars as a way of making a living. And that was good for me. That worked just fine until I married a church girl and we began our own family. Faith Tabernacle has strict rules against birth control and we followed those rules. I loved each of our daughters from the moment they arrived, but a burning need to experience life in all its fullness grew like a raging wildfire in my soul. And that is when I was forced to face the growing conflict of how to feed my dream of an adventurous life and yet be a good faith tab tabernacle husband and father. My logical mind could not rationalize the belief system of the church with the needs of my soul. The conflict increased and wreaked havoc on my body, mind, and spirit until I experienced a crisis experience one night when in a cold sweat while lying in bed in torment, I let it all go, all the fear of hell and anything that ruled my life. I released it all in a moment of desperation and fell into a deep sleep. The next morning, a Saturday, I awoke completely healed in body, mind, and spirit and declared, Les Schmidt will never again allow anyone or any system to make my decisions. My truth then was that I would never allow anyone or any organization to make decisions for me and that I must be able to make a good income to provide for my family and feed my needs. Some would argue that my declaration then was a mistake and that it led to decisions that hurt others as well as myself. My response would be that this was the process that led to where I am today, who I am today, and I am in a position now to help many others and to do my highest work. Find Your Own Truth is the number one message I share. It is the core of my work and the title of my true story, The Truth, Finding Your Own Truth. This is one of the most controversial subjects and a vital one to understand to empower you to be master of your life. Your beliefs and habits are running your life, and your beliefs are probably not your own, but have been imposed on you by family, government, the education system, religion, the media, and society in general. Lenin famously said, give me a child until he's seven, and I'll give you a communist. 
Begin the process of knowing your true beliefs, those that are genuinely authentic to you, and form the habits that will attract the life of your dreams. Are your current beliefs and habits bringing you the life of your dreams? Anytime you challenge a person's belief system, you get major pushback. Psychologists label this as cognitive dissonance. We defend and protect our core beliefs with vigor, even if they are not serving our higher good. Belief systems are only examined and altered through crisis, but it can be done as a conscious choice. It's not my role to get you to change your beliefs and habits unless you are ready. I'm a messenger presenting what I can to lead you to your most amazing life. And much of what I am sharing is controversial, but my mission, if you're ready, is to get you to think and to live outside the box, because that is where your power and your greatness is, and that's where your most amazing life is waiting for you. We all have a story. For most of us, our past is creating our future. Through this work, you will process your past and write your new story, the one that is deep in your heart that you truly want to live that is aligned with your higher purpose. Brian Katie once said, the spell can be broken just by asking yourself, is what I'm believing true? My beliefs were in part formed by a religion that claimed we are evil by nature and the only salvation from an eternity in hell and making it into heaven is through intervention. The truth is, we are eternal divine spirits who have taken on a life and the dense energy of a three-dimensional earth to learn and to grow. The nature of the universe is continual expansion and growth. Most of us spend most of our time and energy trying to protect and control what is familiar, thus contradicting nature. We are so committed to holding on to the familiar that we don't allow our lives to unfold with all the possibilities available to us. Join me in stepping out of your comfort zone and into your new adventure of possibilities. You'll never look back. And much of what the pastor preached did not line up with my logical thinking. I had no problem with the faith healing part, but that we are born in sin and can only be saved by the blood of Jesus, that just didn't line up for me. Surely God had a better plan. So I accepted what felt right and I ignored the rest. I figured I could just live a good life and as long as I could enjoy hunting, fishing, baseball, everything would be just fine. I continued to attend church with my family, mostly to please my wife, until the strong messages from the pulpit began to get under my skin. One hot Wednesday night, I sat in the pew with one of my daughters on my lap and the pastor railed about, where are the nine? He was promoting the Monday night testimonial service and said that if we weren't attending all the church services, we were not serving the Lord. Well, my blood began to boil. I'm in my 20s, willingly giving me my time to attend at least three services a week, and that was not enough. Clearly, I could not walk the line between being a true dedicated believer and a man of the world at the same time. I was torn between two worlds. I wanted so badly to be a good husband and please my family, but my soul cried out to seize the opportunity to experience life in all its fullness. The burn of my gut to really live is impossible to, to describe. I can feel it now, how torn I was. I think we all experience that burn early in life, but most people gradually give in and allow the system to suck out our dreams and we regress into mediocrity and complaining about our lot in life. 
The pastor described a world full of sin and danger where we must live, stay safe, and avoid sin, while I saw a beautiful world of wonder and possibilities waiting for me to participate in. The conflict took a toll on my mind and body, and I began to experience serious symptoms of depression and poor health. There were periods of acute shortness of breath and pressure in the area of my heart. At times on my job, I would lie down in the front seat of a car and pretend to be working under the dash until the issue subsided enough for me to continue my work. Making even the most simple decisions became a chore. I knew that if this condition continued to progress, the next step would be to lose my mind. And then one night I hit rock bottom and had to face my soul. My wife had dinner ready when I dragged myself into our row house in Northeast Philly. I sat at the kitchen table, looked at the food on my plate, and said, I don't feel well, I need to go lie down. I struggled to get up the steps and into bed. My wife seemed unusually concerned as she felt my forehead and looked down at me. Your skin is damp and cool, she said, with concern that was unusual for her. The agony I experienced that night is hard to describe. My skin crawled, breathing became difficult. I wanted desperately to sleep, but I had an eerie sensation that to let myself sleep, I would fall into a deep, dark abyss from which there was no return. A realization came over me from what seemed like a voice that I heard, but I was alone in the room. The voice seemed to say, there is no hell. Hell could not be any worse than this. Death would be a relief. Suddenly, any fear of death dissolved. I let go of everything. And I clearly remember thinking, the only thing sacred is my daughter's. All else is trivial. In a flash of time, I faced all the fears and superstitions that have been tormenting me for many months, and I released them, let them all go, and fell into a deep, peaceful sleep. Whatever had happened that night, I awoke the next morning, a Saturday, completely healed in body, mind, and spirit. I was full of energy and ready to take on the world. And I made a vow to myself that morning that Les Schmidt will never again allow anyone or anything to rule him. I will be the master of my life. Know the truth, and the truth shall shut you free. Come alive. Shift out of the programming. Explore the true nature of reality. Know that we've all been hypnotized. Think for yourself. Do your own research. Meditate on these things. Trust your inner knowing. Take the red pill. Thank you for reading my message, for listening to my message, and watch for upcoming episodes where I will reveal how the above led to my drive for freedom and starting a business at the age of 25 in a back alley garage in Northeast Philly and the struggles and the lessons that came from that decision. This is Les Schmidt. Join me on patreon.com slash your most amazing life. Thank you for listening.